So I want to talk about Jay-Z. And yes, it is true that Jay-Z is a billionaire, but the question I have is, what will black boys in your school today be tomorrow? Using Jay-Z as a point of departure. The lyrics that come to mind when I thought about this topic first come from Jay-Z's song, So Ambitious, where he said, I felt so inspired by what my teacher said. Said I'd either be dead or be a reefer head. Not sure if that's how adults should speak to kids, especially when the only thing I did was speak in class. See, there are many reasons why I decided to write my doctoral dissertation and forthcoming book on Jay-Z, born Sean Corby Carter. I could speak about him becoming a hip-hop billionaire or his marriage to megastar Beyonce. I could speak about his rags to riches story or his incredible yet silent activism, such as bailing out fathers and financially supporting organizations like Black Lives Matter. All of these facts are relevant and worthy of their own chapters and articles, but the aforementioned quotation from the song So Ambitious speaks to me as an educator who works with schools on elevating their black males like no other Jay-Z line. The lines resonate because I really believe that we spend so much time celebrating Jay-Z, but we ignore or outright ostracize the Jay-Zs in our classroom today. I mean, at 11 years old, Jay-Z was a poor, self-described half-orphan living in the crime and crack-infested Marcy Projects in Brooklyn. When I interviewed his sixth grade teacher, Renee Rosenblum-Loudon, about his three biggest influences at the time, she stated without hesitation, drugs, drugs, and drugs. She talked about the pressures uh, hardworking students face from other children making money as drug dealers. She spoke about having to let some of her students sleep in class because they could not sleep at home with all the gunshots and craziness going on in their neighborhoods. She spoke about her students walking out of school and seeing dead bodies. Though her, her classroom was a haven for Jay-Z and other students, it's also worth noting that the school itself was so underfunded, like many inner city schools across the country then and now, that it could only hire a male gym teacher who quote-unquote supervised both male and female locker rooms. So it has me wondering, what were Jay-Z's life chances? I mean, in all reality, this was a boy who should never have reached adulthood. But as I'm talking in this podcast right now, there are still Jay-Z's in classrooms across America who are just as bright and determined, but are not being given a chance to reach their fullest potential. It should be noted here that despite Jay-Z's challenges in and outside of the home, he was a child prodigy, demonstrated by the fact that on citywide school exams, he received senior level scores that he was only in the sixth grade. In other neighborhoods, he'd be called a genius. But in 1980s Brooklyn, Jay-Z drops out of high school to sell drugs. Did he fail school? Or did school, did we fail him? I mean, judging by what's happening with our black boys in school today across America, schools fail Jay-Z then just as schools are failing black boys now. Using Jay-Z's lyrics, I want to look at three immediate steps that schools can take to genuinely reach their black male students and by default reach all of their students, to be honest. So one set of lines come from a song from 1999 called NYMP. And he says, I'm a hustler, accept that. No correctional facility can correct that. These lines remind me of a quotation from Dr. Coronel West who said that black male rage cannot be destroyed or caged. He said it can only be redirected. Unfortunately, too many of our schools, the rage that many of our black male students enter schools with, and of course many black girls too, is redirected towards attention, suspension, and expulsion. And of course, some of our kids develop these feelings while they're in school. They didn't come to school with them, but they develop while in school as well. It is this redirection that is greatly responsible for what has been called the preschool to prison pipeline. Within schools, however, this is best manifested by black male students being separated from the general population by being 
placed unnecessarily in special education or in school suspension, though what many of them need is critical thinking skills developed in honors and advanced placement courses. Uh, unfortunately, in many schools, according to Dr. Joanza Kanjufu, about 20% of teachers make 80% of referrals as it relates to discipline and serve as the gatekeepers to who gets to experience advanced courses. Give black male students the same opportunities to excel as all students instead of setting low expectations and not being surprised when they meet them. Here's another line from This Life Forever, also in 1999. Teacher said I was a lost cause because I used to roam the halls. Still, I spit knowledge. Dropped out of high school. Skipped college. Who'd have thought I'd make it big like Miss Wallace? This is a carryover from the last point, but teachers and administrators must set high and honest expectations for black males and verbalize them. I say honest because students can always detect fake praise. I once spoke at a high school where the principal saw a student and smiled in his face and encouraged him not to be late to class. As soon as he turned the corner, however, the principal said to me, you know, he's going to make a great prisoner one day. I believe that student, like so many others, saw through her facade and knew exactly what that principal thought of him. As study after study and educators like Jane Elliott have shown with her brown and blue eye test, students of all backgrounds will rise or sink to the expectations set for them. If you enter your school with low expectations of any student, it may be time to either find the passion for every student that led you to become a teacher or leave the profession overall. Here's another line, or some other lines, I should say, from a song December 4 from 2003. He said, I went to school, got good grades, could behave when I wanted, but I had demons inside that emerged when confronted. Now, my teachers couldn't reach me and my mama couldn't beat me hard enough to match the pain and my pops not seeing me. So with that, the stain in my mem membrane got on my pimp game. F the world, my defense came. You see, whenever I see a mass shooting conducted by a white boy or man, conversations quickly emerge about mental illness. Oftentimes before the name of the shooter is even known. If the shooter is Muslim, they're automatically labeled a terrorist. If they are black, they are usually labeled a thug. I do not, for example, hear discussions about mental illness and conversations about violence on the streets of Chicago. Do you? Non-white people deserve the same mental health prescription that is assigned to most white male offenders. In order to make sure black male students can reach their apex, schools should survey the services that these students need that could range from mental health services to things like Basic dental care, as Jonathan Kozel talks about in his book, Savage Inequalities, a student cannot excel during an exam if he is suffering from a simple toothache. In fact, some children have indeed died in America from a simple toothache due to a lack of access to health services. Many of our black male students have those quote unquote demons inside that could be exercised with the assistance of community and school health services. There are so many lyrics by Jay-Z and other rap artists that provide clues about why our schools are failing black males. Rather than ignoring those signs and praising these rappers as the ones that quote-unquote made it out the hood, we need to do a deeper dive to better understand their stories because there's other stories of our students in the classrooms today. The next Jay-Z is in your classroom right now or at the very least in your school. You may have aspirations to be a rapper, teacher, sanitation worker, lawyer, or president. Whatever it is, we need to do the work needed to help him reach his greatness. Our black male students should not feel the need to leave school in order to reach their greatness. If we listen to Jay-Z beyond the surface level, we will indeed see that he has provided us the blueprint, pun intended, to do just that. Peace.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>